You are now tuned in to Reckless Talk with Wreck-It Rhea. I am your host, Wreck-It Rhea, and we are on episode 10. As always, I start every episode expressing the utmost gratitude and appreciation to anyone who is still listening, to all the people who are sending DMs, text messages, calls, um, support. You guys don't know how much you inspire me and motivate me to keep going and to keep producing content that you guys are interested in hearing. Um, when I started this, I really had no idea where it would go or how it would be received, but I am blessed every night that I go to sleep with the reviews and what you guys are seeing. And, um, when people say that I, me, that I am inspiring them, little fucking old me, Rhea, a bitch from Southside Jamaica, Queens, I'm inspiring you. That shit means the world to me. And I go to sleep blessed every night. So <clears throat> this episode really means a lot to me because I love when you guys send me topics that you want to hear me discuss and things that you want my opinion on because who the fuck am I? I always say I'm not a sex expert. I'm not a love expert. I am just a woman with a big opinion and a whole lot of fucking experience. So I'm going to give it to you raw. And I feel like that is why, you know, you guys send me these messages because you know, I'm going to give it to you straight. No fucking chaser. So my friend sent me um, a message Um, She has something that she wants me to address and she asked me specifically to do this episode alone. And at first I was very fucking nervous because I feel like you're putting me on the spot, girl. But she said she really just wanted to hear me break it down and give my, um, you know, my truth and my feelings and my opinion on the situation. So I'm going to read the message and the message said, Please address promiscuity within the gay community and how we can better protect ourselves. As a lesbian, I find sex so casual. Everyone is eating everyone's pussy and not thinking twice about it. I have been on two dates within the last three months where both AGs asked to eat my pussy at the end of the date. I was immediately turned off. Are we not in a whole pandemic? Have we not? learned anything why are we still so free with our bodies no shade especially lesbian women please address this topic and when I got that message yo that shit I, I had to sit with it honestly I had to sit with it and I had to really break down everything and um I'm just going to give you my opinion As far as, let me go over your exact message. You said address promiscuity within the gay community and how we can better protect ourselves. As far as promiscuity, I feel like that goes well beyond the gay community. I will focus on the gay community because I am a lesbian woman, but that goes well beyond the gay community. Promiscuity is just it's a, it's a new thing. It, it, it is, um, unfortunately it's a lifestyle. And, um, I feel like I agree with you. We have as people become very free with our bodies. It is one of the things that honestly 
it doesn't have to be earned at this point. And unfortunately, when we think about the way a body is earned in 2020, honestly, we're thinking materialistic. A body is earned. How? If you give a girl money, you're buying something for a girl, you buy a bag, you buy on some shoes, you buy her some crab legs. That's how, unfortunately, the body is earned in 2020. So when I say it's not being earned anymore, I'm not talking about anything that has to do with materialism. I just feel like we are not, um, we are not asking people to earn our bodies, earn the right to our passage, honestly, because that's what your body is. Your body is your temple. Your body is your passage. It should be earned. And when I say it should be earned, I'm not talking about in any capacity of someone buying you something. Um, so <clears throat> that is my stance on promiscuity. I feel like it's just, uh, it's just a thing. Um, even, um, men, what, what do we say about men? Men brag about how many bitches they're fucking. And honestly, at this point in 2020, it's okay for a female to brag about how many niggas she's fucking too. That's a cool thing. Unfortunately, that is what the media and the influences are teaching our generation. Um, As far as in the gay community, I agree. We can be a very promiscuous community. Um, I've been in the gay community for a few years now and honestly because I'm a very honest person have I ever went through a phase where I was promiscuous absolutely I feel like it comes with age it comes with experience you have to go through that phase and I had my whole phase when I first came out I was very promiscuous um I was very uneducated and I was very unguided excuse me I just wanted the experience of being with women and I really didn't put much thought or as much thought as I should have put behind it um when I first came out I'm not gonna lie to you I just wanted pussy I just I didn't care I wanted pussy like I was finally living in my truth. I was finally able to say, to look at myself in the mirror and say, I'm a lesbian. I like women. And um, like I said, I was very uneducated on lesbian sex. Um, I didn't ask many questions. It wasn't a, there was no health aspect involved in the kind of sex that I was having when I first came out. And um, I was having sex at some point with multiple women at a time. And um, my, I always like to give a story. This was my turning point or my, um, when I woke up, because I feel like we learn most through experience. And um, quick story on something that really woke me up and made me see things in a different way. It was a life-changing experience for me. Um, I was, this was maybe my early twenties and my sister had a best friend at the time 
And um, best friend used to always come to the house. Nice enough girl. Very beautiful girl. Nice ass body. I knew the best friend was a bisexual girl. And um, me and her weren't really close. She was my sister's friend. But she would come to the house to see my sister. You know, her and my sister would be in the room kicking it. I really didn't pay much attention to her. She wasn't my friend. Long story short, like I said, I knew she was bisexual and I was very attracted to her, but I didn't, you know, we never hung out or anything like that. I would just see her around my house because she was, you know, hanging out with my sister. So long story short, one day I'm on my way home from school and I'm on the bus and I see my sister's friend on the bus. So I get in the back of the bus and, you know, I say what's up to her because I know her from around the way. And we're just having light conversation. I think this is probably the most me and her have ever spoken one-on-one. And, um, you know, me, reckless, I start flirting with her. And I'm like, you know, why you never really, like, why you don't come to my room and see me? And, you know, I'm being all flirty. And she's like, oh, uh, you, like, you know, she's flirting back. She's like, you want me to come see you? I said, yeah. I said, actually, I was on my way home. We was on the bus. I said, you could come see me right now because we lived in the same neighborhood. So she was like, um, all right. So I said, I told her, I said, don't get off on your bus stop. She was like, okay. And I really thought she was playing, but she was dead serious. She's like, okay. So my bus stop come. I get off the bus. I look at her. I'm like, let's go. She gets off the bus with me. We walk up to my house. Get in the crib, and I swear, it was on. We didn't we didn't talk about it. There was nothing to be said. I just think it was, the attraction was there for so long, and the mystery, and the suspense, and, you know, it was exciting. It was exhilarating, because this is my sister's best friend, and I felt like, you know, we're not supposed to be doing this, and, you know, this is fun. It was interesting. As soon as we got in my room... There was nothing to be said. The girl took her clothes off. I took my clothes off and we did what we had to do. And um, after the situation, you know, like I said, it's still exciting. It's like, oh, shit, I fucked my sister's best friend. Like nobody's supposed to know this. So I'm excited and, you know, I'm feeling myself and I'm, you know, on fucking cloud nine. So for like the next two weeks. Me and Shorty, we fucking around every chance we get. We going at it like wild fucking animals. We fucking. When I say me and this girl is having sex, we having sex like you would think we was in a relationship. And the sex is amazing. The sex is good. This girl is blowing my fucking mind. And um, like I said, I was so physically attracted to her. And then I felt like we're playing this dangerous game because I never told my sister, you know, what happened. And she never told her either. So we're getting together, you know, behind my sister's back. And, um, you know, it was like a game. It was fun. Like when my sister would be at work or she would be at school, you know, I call her best friend, like come over and she come over and I'm beating that shit up every chance I get for like two weeks straight dogging it. The sex is amazing. Long story short, within, um, after that two week span, um, one day I'm laying in the bed talking to my sister, you know, just talking regular talk. And she's like, 
you know, I could tell she's a little stressed out about something. So, you know, I'm asking her, like, you know, what's up? What's wrong? And she was like, oh, you know, my friend is going through something and I don't know what advice to give her. So I hear the girl's name. So I'm interested now because, like I told y'all, for the last two weeks, I've been I've been getting real crazy with Shorty. So I'm like, what's up? What is she going through? And my sister was like, um, you know, so-and-so a few months back, so-and-so contracted herpes and she goes, she has herpes. And, um, she said that she was afraid that she had passed it on to her boyfriend and, um, Imagine laying in the bed with your sister and she's telling you a secret about one of her best friends that obviously is going to stay between you and her because y'all are sisters and you have been having sex with this best friend for the last two weeks and you find out for months that this person is a known carrier, knows that she has herpes. I think that was one of the first real shocks of my life. I think that was the first time that life really, life really, you know, it hit me. It was real. And my heart was racing so fast. And I started sweating. And I'm like, you know, at first I'm like, is this real? Like, I couldn't even talk. I'm like, are you sure she has herpes? Are you sure she knows? You know, trying to get information before I tell my sister the truth about me and her friend. And she goes, no, I'm 100% sure. And she starts showing me text messages. And she starts showing me the girl's medication, like pictures that the girl has sent her of the medication that she was on. And it was real to me. It was real. And that is the first time sexually that I was put in a very, um, a very bad position as far as my health. And, um, it just, that was life changing. Um, to finish up that story, I finally admitted to my sister in that moment, I said, you know, me and -and so-and-so, we have been having sex these last few weeks and um my sister literally cried to me and said Rhea you need to go get tested and um I've never that was my first experience like that and um I remember making my appointment um and waiting for the appointment and going to the appointment And I can't even begin to explain the nervousness, the doubt, the fear that I felt in those few days while I waited for that appointment. I eventually did reach out to the female and, um, you know, definitely I, I, I asked her about it because once, once I told my sister what the truth was, now that put my sister in a position, she's upset with her friend because she said, you know, 
you know that you have this STD and you know that this is my sister. So why would you even do that without letting her know what your status was? So that, um, honestly, that messed up their friendship. And then it puts me in a position where I'm upset with the female now because I'm like, you know that you had this. Why would you not tell me? And I couldn't understand because when I was having sex with her, like, like I said, the sex was amazing. Her, her pussy was beautiful. It was pretty. I saw nothing. And, um, she explained that when we were having sex, you know, her outbreak wasn't, it wasn't active. Um, and I really had to, like, I started Googling herpes. I started Googling STDs. I had never thought about those things. I mean, of course I've thought about them. Like, of course, everybody says, I don't want to get an STD, but do we really do the research and do we really look into how those things are spread? And, um, when I had that experience, that is when I really started doing the research. And, um, like I said, I went to my appointment. Um, I was tested for everything. My results came back. I was negative for everything. Thank you, God. Negative. Um, and that was a very scary situation for me because I, at the time I was upset with the female, but I had to look at myself and say, I put my health in jeopardy because it took nothing for me to lay down with this woman and be so raw and be so open and be so welcoming with my body and the sharing of our DNA. It took nothing. All I knew was her name and that she was my sister's best friend. I knew nothing about her. I knew nothing about her sexual history. Nothing. We barely had a conversation, but at that time, that is how free I was with my body. Moving to present tense. As much as y'all want me to be a hoe, I'm not a fucking hoe. That is the truth. As much as y'all think (laughs) that Wreck-It Rhea be out here fucking everything, y'all really have it misconstrued. And I'm going to tell y'all some things about Wreck-It Rhea. I was very promiscuous. I am a grown woman. I do not play those games at my age. As a lesbian woman, with what I have experienced and the the education that I have instilled within myself when it comes to sex and lesbian sex, I don't play those games. I don't fuck everything. I don't eat pussy. And I mean that. I tell... Let me tell you something. When I meet a woman, <clears throat> when single, when dating, I always say this. I said, I'm not that lesbian. I'm not about to be eating on your pussy. I don't do that. If me and you are in a relationship, you get that all day, every day. But when I am dating women, I do not have oral sex with women. And what I mean by that is... <clears throat> There are so many other ways to, for lesbian women to have sex. 
um it doesn't just have to be oral sex because a lot of people feel like okay if a woman is letting you strap her then she should just fuck a man but I feel like that I don't agree with that because anything that a woman is doing with a woman that is lesbian sex that is lesbian sex a woman if she wanted to fuck a man she would fuck a man she does not want to sleep with a man that does not mean that she does not like penetration so there are so many different other ways to have sex as a lesbian than to be putting your 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 mouth on everybody's pussy that's nasty we don't do that um what was i saying i'm not a hoe even when single and i am dating numerous women i always find what i like to call a safe partner and i'm going to explain to you what a safe partner is a safe partner is someone where you and that person have a mutual understanding of what your relationship is so if i am single and i am not in a place of commitment I do not want to commit to a relationship. I do not want the expectations of a relationship. If I am telling you blatantly, I am still going to date and I'm still going to do things that a person in a committed relationship may not do, but you are the person we are agreeing because you're choosing me as your safe partner too. So we are agreeing that you and I, we lay down together. We have sex together. We enjoy having sex together. We just don't have any expectations and any pressure of an actual relationship. And that's what um, I like to do. If when single, when mingling within, you know, the lesbian scene, I have a safe partner. We have an understanding. And my safe partner... We actually happen to be very good friends. So we already had a friendship before the sexual relationship. But she understands that I am not in a place of commitment right now. So we are not in a relationship. But you are the person that I'm sleeping with. I am the person that you are sleeping with. And I had someone ask me when I explained to them my idea of a safe partner. They go, well, what if your safe partner sleeps with someone else behind your back? And what I said is, I like to keep the communication open. So there would be no reason for my safe partner to sleep with someone else behind my back because the communication is open. There are no expectations of each other. So if you want to sleep with someone else, you should be able to tell me that. And it is my decision if I'm still going to consider you my safe partner or if I'm going to say, you know what, that's not something I want to do. Um, like I said, you can have a safe partner for a, a, a many different reasons. It could be a work schedule. It could be, you know, you work too much to be committed or in a serious relationship. It could be, you know, anything like just getting out of a relationship and you don't, you're not ready to commit. You're not ready to settle down, but we're all human. We all want, not need. We all want that release. We want someone to um to lay down with and why not have someone that you feel like is going to protect you and keep you safe I feel like anytime we lay down with anyone 
you know, we're trusting them with the, with our body and um, we're trusting them with our health overall. So I feel like find someone who you consider safe. Um, to go back to your text, you said um, you've been on two dates within the last three months with both AGs asked to eat your pussy at the end of the date. And you were immediately turned off. Are we not in a whole pandemic? <sighs> Baby, I like I agree with you a thousand percent. If we have not learned anything this year about the spread of germs, the spread of DNA and how transmittable it is, I, like I don't understand it. I don't. I don't get it. Especially after the year that we had. Um, even with things <clears throat> returning slightly back to normal and I see people getting so comfortable with one another again and, um, you know, people are going out and they're dating again and even I, I still look at it like, did we not forget what we just went through? Like, I, I don't understand that. I'm at a point where I don't even want anyone to get too close. I'm still at arm's distance. I don't even pass the blunt. Like, there's just certain things that I just would never do again because of the experience and everything that I see happen this year. So when it comes to people having sex again, it's um, <clears throat> it's shocking. It's shocking how how we just went back to normal quote-unquote normal even sexually how we're just back to fucking people like we're like we're not still in a fucking pandemic that shit annoys me and that's why <clears throat> as flirtatious as people think I am when a woman is throwing herself too much at me or offering her vagina it actually turns me off too because I feel like you're trying to give me something. That's honestly <clears throat> how I feel. I feel like, what are you trying to give me? Why are you trying to give me your pussy so easy? I don't have to work for it. Let me tell you something. That. I like to work for stuff. If it's too easy, I don't want it. I'm a hard worker. So if you just throw in your pussy and you, I feel like your pussy has no value. If I buy you a meal and you throw your pussy, I'm going to feel like your pussy don't have no value. That's honestly how I feel. If I buy you some shoes and you throw me your pussy, I'm going to feel like your pussy doesn't have any value because I want the kind of pussy that I have to work for. I have to work for. I have to prove myself. I have to prove that you can trust me with your health. And I'll tell you another story. A girl did something that really opened my eyes as an adult. Um, I was dating this female. She was a nurse. So she had a lot of, she had a lot of knowledge and, you know, she was very into health. Clearly she's a fucking nurse. Um, so we're talking and we're communicating and, you know, everything is great. The connection is there and we're vibing and, um, when it came to us talking about sex, she told me, like, you know, 
she, well, you know, she let me know. You're not going to get it quick. You got to work for it. Okay, bitch. I heard that a hundred times. Um, so one day we were going on a date and she goes, meet me so-and-so. So she sends me an address, you know, spontaneous is cute. is is nice. I'm like, all right, maybe she got a spot that she want me to meet her at. I, I pull up in Long Island and we're at a clinic and this is real rap. This is real shit. I pulled up to a clinic and I was very fucking confused. So I call her like, she's like, come inside. I'm like, wait, like what's going on? Da, 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 da. She like, come inside. So I go inside and she's like, this is our first date. We like, we're going to get tested. Like we had hung out before this, but she was like, we're going to get tested. Like, this is a date. This is what we're going to do. And I was blown away. Like, I was shocked at first. I had no words. And we sat there in that waiting room and we filled out our paperwork together and we're laughing and we're joking and we're talking and we we got tested together. And um, I don't know why I was so turned on by her approach. It just meant everything to me. And she told me, like, we're not going to touch each other until our test results come back. And when I tell you, it turned me on so much. It just made me look at her like a queen. And like, you know, it, it, it definitely increased the value I had of her because she would not allow me to touch her until we were both sure that we were safe. And, um, a few days later, when we got our test results, we got it together. We looked at it together. We opened it together. So there was no, you know, miscommunication. And when I tell you that girl fucked me like I ain't never been fucked in my life. And it made the sex so fucking much better because I just, I was able to be vulnerable and I was able to let go and do everything that I wanted to do and things that I would have held back on, you know, if I wasn't comfortable with the person. But because we had entered that space together and we got tested together it just made me look at her like a queen. And when I tell you, we fucked. And it was good. It was good. It was good for so many reasons. It was good because it was healthy. And that's so important. Healthy sex. Another thing you said, how can we better protect ourselves? That is a great question. Because I don't, people, I don't think people are aware of the diseases that can be spread through lesbian sex. So I'm going to tell you some. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, herpes, HPV, syphilis, hepatitis A, B, and motherfucking C, BV, and UTIs. These are all things that can be spread through lesbian sex. Like I already told y'all, I don't eat pussy. I really don't. Unless we're in a relationship, I do not eat pussy. That's a Fendi. I don't eat pussy. And something that has really went extinct in the lesbian community, dental dam. When I was younger, we used to go to the clinic. They used to give us uh, dental dam. Like when I used to tell them I was a lesbian, they used to give dental dam. Now that's kind of like an unheard of thing. And I read a report today that said, um, based on statistics, 10% of lesbians use dental dam. That's crazy. That means for the most part, we just go in raw dog 
our mouth raw dog and some pussy and that's crazy to me because a, a pussy is a very uh it's a very dirty place and um some of these girls they are not taking care of their bodies they're not eating right you know they're not eating they're not drinking their water they're not drinking their cranberry juice they're not cleaning their vaginas and um I'm telling you we just the idea of being a lesbian and eating pussy. And let me tell you something. I love pussy. Pussy tastes good. But clean pussy tastes better. And I feel comfortable knowing that your pussy is clean. Even, um, like I said, we're not using dental dam. A lot of lesbians, why are we not going to still get our, um, to get checked out? I find, I, I have friends who I've spoken to who said, what do I need to go to the GYN for? I'm not fucking dudes. And and that's really puzzling to me because you you still you don't go get tested even though you're a lesbian. That doesn't make sense to me. But it comes with the uneducation. We still have to get tested. We still have to take care of our bodies. Like you only get one. This is your temple. Take care of it. So definitely Look into dental dam. That is one way we can protect ourselves. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. I've used dental dam one time. One time. Can I say I loved it? No, because it, it is, it's different. It's different. But it is an alternative. So that's my first thing. Use dental dam. Second thing. Like I said, I don't eat pussy. Um... Be selective with who you're putting your mouth on. Be selective. Explore sexuality. Explore it. There's so many different ways to have sex with a woman. And not just penetration. Let's talk about tripping. Trip, that shit feels good as fuck. What the fuck? Like, there's so many different things that we can be doing. Um, As far as our sex toys, this is a big one sanitizing your sex toys there's a lot of women who are not doing that um and there are very specific things that you are supposed to do to make sure that your sex toys are sanitized something that I personally do I'm a firm believer in condoms and I've had a woman laugh when we about to fuck and I put a condom on and she go Oh, you can't get me pregnant. Why Why the fuck you put her on condom? And I'm looking at the dumb bitch like, is that the only thing that people use condoms for to not get pregnant? What about STDs? Um, what about STIs? You don't know who I just fucked with this dick. You don't know who I just fucked and you don't know how, how I clean it. So I could have just took a fucking piece of tissue, wiped my fucking strap off and I come to you the next day. And I put this in you. You don't know what the girl that I just fucked had. So you laughing like, oh, you can't get me pregnant. You really think you a nigga? Ha, ha, ha. No, bitch. I'm trying to protect you. I'm trying to protect you. That's a, that is a protection. I'm a firm, firm believer in using condoms with your strap on. And it, it, it serves a purpose too. It's a natural, it's a lubricant. Okay. For y'all dry ass pussies. It's a lubricant. So use condoms. I'm a firm believer. I love using condoms. I feel like, you know, it keeps everything safe. I really don't want your vaginal fluids all over my strap anyway. 
So, I'm going to use a condom. Um, what else can I say as far as um, protecting ourselves? Be careful with the number of partners that you're having sex with at one time. That's very important because if something happens, you need to know, you know, you need to be able to trace it. Um, another thing that I will share with you is a lot of, I have expressed that I am not, I don't prefer bisexual women. And when I say that, I do not mean that I do not like bisexual women. I prefer lesbian women. If you consider yourself bisexual, I feel like once we start dating or we are together, you are no longer bisexual. You are a lesbian woman. So I don't prefer bisexual women who would be intimate with me and be intimate with a man at the same time. I don't prefer that. Um, I've actually had an experience with that where I was dating someone and, you know, they were being intimate with a man behind my back. And I feel like it was, it was a very insulting position to be in because I don't sleep with men. So to put me, to put my health in jeopardy in a way where I'm not even reaping the benefits, like I don't like men. I don't like men for many reasons. And, um, I mean, I don't like men romantically. Um, I don't like men. So I don't want to be with a woman who is sharing her body with a man. I feel like there's going to be a rejection there. And there's definitely going to, my guards are going to be completely up. When you are sleeping with me, I, I want you to be sleeping with me because I'm only sleeping with you. So I don't prefer bisexual, bisexual women because I have had a bad experience where, you know, she'll think it's okay to fuck me today, fuck him tomorrow, and then come open your legs like I'm about to eat your pussy. Ma, I'm not doing it. That's not going to happen. That's disgusting. I'm not. I don't like niggas. Um, so that is another way to protect yourself. Limit the amount of partners that you are having at one time. Um, what did you say? You, you also said... Have we not learned anything? Why are we still so free with our bodies? That is something, my love, that I will never understand. And um, as a lesbian woman, I love pussy. Y'all know I love pussy. But like I always say, I'm afraid of pussy. I'm afraid of pussy because I done seen... I done seen some bad pussy. I done seen some very beautiful women with some nasty-ass panties. I didn't see people not, you know, women not taking care of their personal hygiene to the best in the way that I take care of mine. So I'm very scared sexually, especially within the lesbian community because of the ways that we enjoy having sex. I enjoy oral sex. I want to please my lady. I love to eat pussy. But. That's something that you have to be very 
very uh, safe about putting your mouth in someone's passage, especially if they're sharing their passage with so many people. And I feel like sex, it, you know, we live in a society where sex sells and y'all can say what y'all want. I'll be flirting. But if you ain't never fucked on me, if you ain't never had this experience, then you can't consider me promiscuous because I'm all about safe sex and I will always promote safe sex. So for those two AGs who offered to eat your pussy at the end of the date, I guess they thought that, you know, that would excite you or, you know, they thought that would turn you on. Um, Like you said, it turned you on. It turned you off because that's not what you were looking for. And that is not your value is not in your vagina. Obviously, you know, that's that's what I get from you. Um, Your value is not in your vagina. And unfortunately, like I said, we live in a society where women think their pussy is going to get through is going to get them through life. And it's sad. It's sad because I have friends personally who are carriers of HIV, who have had STDs, and sometimes these people are won't even disclose that information. So when we are being so free with our bodies, everybody has secrets, and everyone is not telling the truth about their sexual history. Whereas me, I'm going to be honest. I have had my promiscuous phase. I don't do that anymore. That's not me. And I want to get tested with my partner. I want to know that you're the only person that, I mean, that I'm the only person you're sleeping with. And I will assure you that you're the only person that I'm sleeping with. And I feel like when those things are set in place, the sex can be there is nothing that you cannot do. There is nothing that you would not want to explore with this person because you feel safe. It's all about feeling safe. You feel safe. There is nothing in this world better than some safe, healthy, smelling good, looking good pussy. There's nothing. I'm sorry. There's nothing. There's nothing. And I'm going to end it with that. I really hope I answered some of your questions um I love the topic and um please be safe out there like you said we are still in a pandemic this has been a forever changing year and even though we want to get back to normal we want some form of normalcy in our lives let's not forget everything that has transpired and please be safe and be careful and um educate yourself Educate yourself as lesbians. Educate yourself on the different STDs and STIs that we can contract from each other. Get tested. That's very important. Get tested. Let me tell you something. Get a bitch that want to take y'all on a date to get tested. I'm telling you, she forever, she fucked it up for every girl I met after her. If you don't talk about getting tested, I'm going to look at you funny. If you, if you know, like. She fucked it up. She really blew my mind with that shit. So that's it. This is episode 10. This is episode 10. I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. I'm out of here.